today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. On Friday, we uh, carried a media conference that uh, Premier Doug Ford put on at Queen's Park. Uh, and it was essentially to talk about daycare and a couple of other things to do with COVID-19. But one of the questions uh, dealt with a, a report that we brought uh, to you here on 900CHML, though, about uh, a leaked report about Hamilton's LRT system. Now, you may remember back in December when uh, Transportation Minister Carolyn Marooney came into town to basically tell us that uh, the, gov- the government was backing away from their commitment to build LRT in Hamilton. Uh, they cited a cost of about $5.5 billion and said, well, that's just way too rich. You guys can't do that, and, and Hamilton taxpayers can't afford it, yada, yada, yada. Well, this leaked report essentially uh, gives no substance to that number and, and raises the question exactly where that number came from. So when the Premier was asked about it on Friday, well, this was his response. We've committed $1 billion to the LRT in Hamilton, and it was the NDP and the Liberals that just didn't give two hoots about the taxpayers in Hamilton that uh, want to ram this through, and I just asked the people of Hamilton, there's a billion dollars of operating cost. I'm not prepared to put the burden of the tax onto the back of the taxpayers in Hamilton. We have a billion dollars. We're going to give it to Hamilton to make sure that helps them. I, I truly believe Hamilton needs a transit system. But the easy way out is take the NDP liberal approach and just say, tax the pants off these people. We'll give a billion dollars. But the city has to pitch in too. We had experts go in there and it is $5.5 billion, unequivocal. But I I guess it's up to the mayor to ask the people of Hamilton, do you want your taxes to go up? Not a little bit either, drastically go up to pay for the transit system. There you go, and uh, on and on it goes, and uh, there were some accusations there that city council wasn't being responsible about this, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But the, it has been a, a, a quick turnaround in, in the approach to what was going on uh, because you have to weigh that comment from the premier against what he said just after the last municipal election where he said, well, Fred Eisenberger is pro-LRT, and they will put him back in his office, so we're committed to LRT. Well, they aren't anymore. Uh, and, and I guess if you want to try to read into what the Premier said on Friday, what he didn't say may actually be a, a much more clear indicator of exactly where the government is on this. I want to bring John Best into the conversation, the publisher of the Bay Observer, who's been following this story about LRT since day one. Uh, John, so, thanks so much for the time. Great to have you with us again today. Well, it's great to be with you, Bill. You, you've had a chance to, to look over some of the stuff that was released. I know Andrea Horvath, the opposition leader, uh, released some of this information. An awful lot of it is redacted. Could you make any sense out of what you could see? Not really, Bill. Uh, certainly, to, to be fair, uh, there was no uh, $5.5 billion figure. There were there was two or three numbers listed, and uh, as the spectator pointed out, I don't know whether we were expected to add them up, and if, if we did, it would probably look to me like it was going to be three, almost $4 billion dollars. But I think I think what Ford did Friday, quite frankly, is he, he, he stepped out of the whole issue of the cost of building the uh, LRT and dealt strictly with the operating and maintenance agreement, which, as you know, that's always been hanging there for, uh, you know, there was always going to be that final, uh, as they like to call it, an off-ramp where council could decide whether they wanted to sign the operating and maintenance agreement. And, and, and what the report that was released on Friday did say uh, was that the operating and maintenance agreement was going to be over a billion dollars. So that was the one number that did jive with what we had heard back in December. And Ford, uh, on Friday, what he basically said was, look, uh, setting aside cost of building it, 
there's a billion dollars that the Hamilton taxpayers would have to pay over 30 years. It'd be about $33 million a year. And uh, on that basis, uh, he sounded pretty definite that uh, he wasn't on for that. Yeah, as, as he rolled on with the answer, I mean, when, when Randy Rath from CHCH was the one who asked the question, of course, uh, so there, there was, that's where the Hamilton perspective came in on this. Uh, and he mentioned LRT in the first line of his answer, but after that, all he talked about was Hamilton's transit system. Hamilton needs a transit system. He didn't mention LRT again, which indicates to me that they probably already made up their mind. It, well, frankly, it sounded like that to me. I mean, I didn't hear a bit of warmth in that whole exchange uh, for LRT. Uh, if if he's if, in fact he says I'm not prepared uh, to put the burden on the Hamilton taxpayer, that's a no. That's not a yes. Yeah. And uh, I don't know how you build the LRT without the operating and maintenance uh, component. And um, if it is a billion dollars over 30 years, then you know it sounded to me like he had indeed uh, decided that that was too much for for uh, to allow the project to go forward. It was certainly a more definitive comment than we heard from Kathleen Wynne. You'll recall when she was being cornered on the issue, she would sometimes revert to talking about transit. Uh, but this one really sounded like he had a major problem with that operating and maintenance component of the project. Well, possibly because of the way that this has morphed into into what Ford envisioned as LRT. Because when uh, Premier Wynne at that time made the announcement at McMaster University so many years ago, it seems now, she talked about build uh, and operate LRT at, at the cost of Metrolink, or i.e. the province. Uh, Ford never seemed to buy into that part of it. So he's he's basically saying, look, if you guys want this thing, you want to build this thing, you're going to have to pay for the cost of, on a daily basis, an ongoing basis. And that wasn't supposed to be part of the original deal. Well, uh, although the mayor uh, issued a news release later on Friday, and he said it always was, that the operating and maintenance always was part of the deal, and everybody should have understood that which, fair enough, uh, except that nobody had a sense of what the actual cost was going to be, and if indeed it was going to be something in excess of $30 million a year, I mean, you, you have to look at right now, uh, the taxpayer spends about $40 million subsidizing HSR, so you put another 30 on that, that's a pretty substantial increase in, in the subsidy to, uh, to HSR. But he also, uh, he took a swipe at both the Liberals and the NDP, and he accused them of trying to ram this, and that was his words, ram yeah. this project through. So I, I don't think I don't think anybody would be shocked to know that he doesn't feel bound by anything that Kathleen Wynne or um, anyone else uh, prior to him would have to say on the subject. Yeah, well, that's that's pretty obvious, and I think he made that clear from the time he started running for the for the job uh, so many years ago now too. That uh, that uh, whatever the the previous government did was simply going to get tossed out the window, and he's done that. So it doesn't surprise us that it's happened uh, with this LRT project as well. But I, I, I guess the question a lot of us have, though, John, when we start looking at this and then heard the premier's comments on Friday is why don't they just come out and say it? I mean, what are they waiting for? And, you know, they're saying, well, we're still evaluating what the uh, the, the Citizens Committee came up with. And, uh, you know, we've talked with a number of the people that were on that committee, including Tony Valeri, who chaired that committee, uh, and they said they've presented a number of different options, and we know what they are now. Uh, it shouldn't be taking months and months and months for these guys to make this determination, should it? No, it, it's been a long time. And, uh, if you know, certainly his remarks Friday would, would suggest that you know, there's yes, there is evaluation going on, and presumably that's being done by 
by bureaucrats, but um, it, you know, it, it's it sounded to me like a political decision had been made, and uh, we'll have to see what happens. I think that's the only reason. I think they 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 sort of unleashed this process of setting up the committee and uh, putting people on the committee, and then letting it do its work. So I suppose there's a sense that uh, you know, certainly out of respect for people like Valeri, who uh, put many many hours in on on the project that they they need to allow the process to unfold as it was supposed to unfold but on the political side it sounded uh, i think anybody listening to that would have a hard time thinking that he was uh, going to come back in two months and announce the lrt project yeah i don't think well i guess there were some people that probably expected that and, and by the way i mean no disrespect to the people on that committee including tony valeri and some of the other folks that all of the other folks that run there because i think uh, you know once asked to be on that committee they they, they put their heart and soul into doing what they thought was going to be a decent report. But I, I always looked at that the, the, that committee and the striking of that committee by the province as really just a, a cover-your-butt sort of thing to say, well, look, at, all right, we'll, we'll look for some public input on this, but we've already made up our mind. Do you really and truly think that the Premier is actually going to throw Carolyn Maroney under the bus, metaphorically, uh, which I guess is a pretty good metaphor, said when we're talking about transit here, uh, after that decision in December? They're not going to backtrack on that. Well, uh, probably not, uh, although, uh, you know, I, I think, frankly, uh, the striking of that committee uh, in some way was a, a bit of a knee-jerk reaction to the sort of immediate outcry that had taken place uh, when when the announcement of cancellation was made. I mean, that whole thing was mishandled from the get-go. I mean, um, you know, it's, you, you don't bring a minister into a community to issue an announcement like that. You you do it on a Friday afternoon uh, via news release. Um, to bring her down here and expose her to to that kind of a situation, I think, was, was just a blunder. And in fact, I, I believe heads rolled uh, subsequent to that uh, in her office uh, because of that. So, um, you know, it was uh, unfortunate. Uh, I think they they panicked a little bit and they decided, well, we better do something. And uh, so the committee was struck. And uh, now we're fast forwarding. It's August. And, um, you know, and and plus, of course, uh, you know, the the other reality that we've gone through since uh, the announcement in December is this whole COVID thing has just, you know, turned public finance on its ear. Uh, Got a federal government that's spending somewhere in excess of, $300 $300 billion, and uh, the provinces have all gone into the hole as well. So it's just a different time, and, um, you know, I just think the, you know, probably the public mood is, uh, has changed uh, in Hamilton uh, even well, and I'm wondering about, let's bring the federal government into this for just a couple of seconds, because uh, one of the local ministers here, Catherine McKenna, well, she's actually from Ottawa, but she's from Dundas initially, of course, uh, m- made another comment that uh, the federal government may be interested in kicking in some money for this project in some way, shape, or form. Uh, I don't know if that's uh, the capital cost or operating costs or whatever the thing might be. We never really got any specifics on that, because there's been no ask yet from the other uh, province about this. Is that going to change this at all? I don't think so, Bill. Um, I, if anything, I think Ford was um, somewhat irritated by the fact that they were trying to use Cap- Kathleen McKenna as kind of a lever to, to pressure him uh, on this. And if uh, I, I actually talked to her office on the weekend or on Friday just to see what, what is the pool of money that, that would be available. 
there's been a long-standing uh, infrastructure program uh, that was used in Kitchener and Ottawa, but it has a very definite formula involving a municipal contribution of approximately 27%. Uh, so Hamilton Council's been pretty clear on that issue. Um, the only other money that's available is um, a special COVID fund uh, that was mentioned that would involve roughly $2 billion for the province of Ontario. But once again, you need the province of Ontario to participate. And I can't imagine that, you know, for Hamilton, I think we would need most of the $2 billion that's available for the whole province. And, and I just can't see Doug Ford saying, yeah, let's throw it all at Hamilton. I think what's more likely is it's going to be spread, uh, you know, uh, across the province on a, on a population basis, as these things normally are. Uh, I know that London is doing a major electric bus project right yeah. now. I'm sure they're looking for money. Guelph has just uh, signed up. They're, they're converting their fleet, um, and, and Oakville just had an announcement last week as well. So there's, there's a lot of hands out for transit money right now, and I, I, politically, why would Doug Ford uh, direct all the money to Hamilton when when we elect three NDP um, MPPs, I mean, there's not, you know, I mean, we got to be realistic here, Bill. Uh, you know, this isn't exactly uh, the most uh, uh, Ford-friendly um, city in, in Ontario. Well, and we heard that from, I guess, one of the first visits. I guess it was really an unofficial visit that the Premier made to the Hamilton area because it was, it was a meeting with local business folks. And, and although the media were not allowed uh, inside that meeting, uh, we've heard anecdotally from two or three people that were in there that uh, that the Premier basically said Hamilton's not going to get a whole lot of anything if you keep electing NDP members. So this is very much political. Yeah, it is. And, and to think it wouldn't there wouldn't be some politics somewhere in there uh, is is probably unrealistic. I mean, if you look at the at the LRT, uh, you know, again, you don't want to be too crass, but here's the reality: it serves three NDP ridings. Uh, you know, yeah. so um, you know, you, at some point, I think you do have to put on a more realistic cap as far as uh, politics and. Uh, you know, there's there's not a lot of upside for him, especially if, as we as we saw in a, you know, in the the only real poll that was ever done was the forum poll. I know I know the mayor talks about the election, but he wasn't willing to call it a referendum on LRT until after he won. Um, you know, th- there appears to be uh, a plurality in the community that are not in favor of it, and certainly I would say now. There's a there's a plurality on council that don't want it. So I, that always existed, though, didn't it, John? I mean, uh, I, I a lot of the people so, that, they, that you know, yeah, they, a lot they, of the ones, John, that supported this, uh, you know, because the that those that are pro LRT are saying, well, councils voted in, in favor of this. They a lot of them said, look, it's who's going to say no to a billion dollars? Well, now we find out that first of all, the billion dollars is not necessarily to die, tied into LRT. You're going to get the money anyway. I, I yeah. would think there's a few people, more than a few people on council right now, John, that are secretly thanking the province for taking them off the hook. Yeah, and uh, taking them off the hook, I think, is, is um, they, there's been too much taking them off the hook, in, in my view. I think council could end this thing next week, uh, or this week, by simply passing a resolution saying to Ford, look, we, we want to look at, uh, at bus rapid transit, we want to look at an alternative to LRT, and, um, you know, it could happen very quickly, and... Uh, 
in fact, I've written an editorial to that effect. You know, are we going to drag this thing out until, until say, next year when the operating and maintenance agreement is presented to council and they turn it down because it's too expensive? It, it seems, uh, you know, there's an opportunity here to uh, um, seize the moment and, and get on with things. Well, and I don't see, and we've had full debate on this for years now, uh, about LRT and, and the possibilities here, but I really don't see a, a white knight riding up on this and saying we're going to save the day. Uh, even, the, as you say, the federal government's idea that, hey, wait, well, me might be interested in, uh, you know, kind of, sort of, but we don't really t- attach a dollar figure to it. The ultimate decision is going to come from Queen's Park, and it sounds to me as if they've already made the decision, they just haven't made it official yet. Yeah, I mean, the federal programs, and, and uh, you know, when you read uh, Kathleen McKenna's uh, various news releases and, and press comments, she makes it clear that, that the lead has to come from the province uh, on on triggering any federal money. So why don't we just, as you say, fish or cut bait here and move on, get on with our lives? I mean, you know, if this is going to go to, as the Premier indicated on Friday, a great public transit system for Hamilton, which, as we all know, means bus rapid transit initially anyway, uh, why can't we just get started on that? What are we waiting for? Well, uh, what are what are they waiting for, council? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know, Bill. I, I mean, I think I think that's really the question uh, right now. Is uh, you know how how much longer the, is this thing going to get dragged out? Um, you know, the quicker they 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 move, the quicker the money gets triggered, and the quicker construction starts. And you know, if you're talking about bus rapid transit. Um, you know that that's going to be roughly 20 kilometers. I think that's what the task force said. Be roughly 20 kilometers of bus rapid transit. That's a lot of concrete. That's a lot of construction. Um, you know, there, there, there's there's still a, a, a significant construction value uh, in um, uh, whether it's BRT or LRT. There's there's still going to be it's still going to be a massive construction project compared to almost anything else we're doing. I mean the the you know the wastewater plant uh, you know is is uh, the most expensive project that we've ever undertaken in the city and I I forget what the amount is but it's not a billion dollars so uh, you know there's uh, there, there's a lot of uh, short term and and ultimately longer term benefit from whatever kind of transit system we get. Well, like I say, somebody's got to start moving the ball here, and whether it's going to be the province or city council, somebody really has to take the initiative because uh, doing nothing, which is what we seem to be doing right now and spinning our wheels, is is really counterproductive to everything we're trying to do here. Uh, yeah, John, as always, good. thanks so much for this. Great talking with you again today, and uh, we'll watch for that editorial in the Bay Observer. Very good, Bill. Thank you. Take care. John Best, of course, publisher of the Bay Observer. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.